Hello, everyone, and welcome back to EpiCentral. I'm your host, Maddie Lewis, infectious disease epidemiologist. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about getting a well-paying remote job in public health. Looking at my podcast statistics, like literally a couple minutes ago, and apparently you guys don't like it when I ramble. (laughs) So I'm just going to get right to the point. So uh, we are in what I would consider a recession. uh, And, you know, at the very least, there is inflation. So it is it's not great out here. Everything's expensive. Um, It's also the time of year. It's April 16th, right when I'm recording this and when I'm releasing this, uh, when a lot of people in public health are graduating from their uh, master's programs. So So I was inspired to make an episode on finding a well-paying remote job in public health, and I'm going to give you some company names as well as some tips and other information you should know. This should be a pretty short episode, so let's get started. Um, I would definitely, I would would put these jobs into two different camps, Uh, and this is just how my brain works. There's PSLF uh, friendly, and there's... uh, So public jobs, and then there's like private sector jobs. And the reason I would put it into private and public sector jobs, like separating it like that, is because of PSLF, which is Public Service Loan Forgiveness. And um, if you want to get your loans forgiven, your federal loans forgiven by the federal government um, after 10 years of full-time service, then those 10 years in service have to be done through the government or a 501c3 nonprofit or like not-for-profit, whatever, um, organization. And a lot of people in public health, I think, tend to go for PSLF as well as a lot of like teachers and stuff like that, because a lot of our jobs are through government or nonprofit work. So yeah, I know I'm pursuing PSLF. Anyway, getting into it, some nonprofit jobs would be CDC Foundation. So CDC Foundation is not working at the CDC. It's different. Some it's it's a nonprofit that is kind of under the CDC and they just are able to like do some of CDC's like work that the government can't specifically do, but like they kind of created the separate organization to kind of do extra work that like they can't do under regular CDC. If that makes sense. And um and so yeah, some of the work, some of the jobs posted by CDC Foundation are positions like literally at CDC. So you'd be working at CDC, but not for CDC. If that makes sense, you'd still be working for the nonprofit, not the federal government. Um, in that case, but you'd be doing like CDC work. Okay, I'm saying CDC a lot, but that's what that is. Um, there's plenty of job postings. There's job postings right now. There's plenty that are hybrid. Um, there's plenty that are remote and there's ones in all different states. So if you're looking for remote, apply in any state, I guess. If you're looking for like hybrid or on site, then I guess the area that you live in or, or are willing to uh, relocate to. And another nonprofit is called RTI Foundation. I believe that stands for Research Triangle International foundation? I don't know. I'm not doing much research on this, but um, RTI is an, another nonprofit, and it's a nonprofit research organization, um, but they kind of do like consulting type work. 
I'm kind of confused on exactly where they fall, but they kind of do a lot of things. I think I know several people that work there in the public health sector and in other sectors. And I've only heard really good things about RTI. Like the people I know that work there had really high job satisfaction. Um, so yeah, that is a good idea. They also pay decently. Oh, I forgot to talk about pay. So CDC Foundation, I've seen jobs, job postings that range from like at the lowest, I think I might have seen like 50 something, but I've, a lot of them I see are 60, 70, 80, and $90,000 a year. So that's the range for that. And then RTI, I've seen postings in that range as well. I've seen probably as low as like 40 for like uh, bachelor's only positions. But like if you have a master of public health degree, then you can expect like 65 to like $90,000 a year, I believe. Um, okay. And then, oh, another one is Public Health Institute. Um, I don't know anybody that works there, but I've seen many online job posting. There's many right now, actually, um, in different states, kind of like CDC Foundation. They're in different states, but there's also plenty of remote options. And I've seen kind of the same salary range, 60 to 90-ish. Um, I've seen a bit lower, but you know, they have higher options too. Another option that I believe is mostly remote, but I'm not 100% sure, is the Carter Center. Uh, yeah, I know that they have jobs, again, 50s to 90s for Master of Public Health, if I'm not mistaken. I know several people that have worked there and that do work there, actually, but I don't know. I've heard, I've heard I think, mixed things, but mainly good. Okay, for nonprofits, I know there's plenty more, but those are the ones that I could immediately think of because Lord knows I don't do that much research for this podcast or for anything because I'm kind of lazy nowadays, but yeah. And then for a private sector, I would say any consulting firm is a really good place to start. So a consulting firm like Deloitte, there's a smaller consulting firm called Booz Allen, there's Guidehouse. I think there's one maybe called Gold Belt, if I'm not mistaken. And then if you look up like top consulting firms, you'll find like there are four more other than Deloitte. Um, I think there's one called like McKinsey or something. There's a lot of consulting firms and a lot of them are remote. Not all consulting jobs nowadays, you have to travel Monday through Friday. Some of them you definitely would, but for public health consulting, at least the area that I live in, most of it is done remote. I know several people in that sector. Um, and then outside of consulting, there's also contracting, um, which is different than consulting. I know the names are kind of similar. Consulting is when you're in a role where you're, if you work for a consulting firm, your your company is basically uh, meant to improve, help other companies improve or do something better or to just do something uh it's you know they kind of need help with something a contractor or a contract firm or whatever is like a it's a company that employs people and then they send them out to other companies to like directly work under that other company so i have a lot of friends who work for contract cdc contractors or contractors for um for like big public health you know, organizations or whatever. For us, it's CDC because we're public health. So they kind of do CDC type work. You don't work for the CD. You don't work 
under, or you work under the CDC, but not for the CDC, if that makes sense. You're not a full-time employee of the CDC, but you're doing CDC work, like work for them. And a lot of those contracting jobs, actually their pay range really varies from like 50s to like 100 plus. I know several people working for contracting that make 100 plus. Um, I'm not going to drop company names because honestly, I don't know them know the company names, I always forget them, but you, if you do a lot of Googling, you will start to see patterns of company names and, and of contractors. Also, tap into your network is, is, a big, is a big thing. Some search ideas for finding high-paying public health jobs. Anything with data analysts will usually be a lot higher paying. So thinking like 80 plus, 80 to 120-ish, uh, $1,000 a year. Um, you have to be careful, of course. Like, I always look at the qualifications first because if it says PhD, then, like, I know that I'm not even going to waste my time reading the rest of the job posting. Uh, so I always, like, would do that first. Uh, also, anything with, like, not all data analyst positions, obviously, are going to be public health related. Most of them are business data analyst positions. So always put, like, public health or health data analyst, public health data analyst, healthcare analyst, like all sorts of combinations of words that you can think of. Type them into LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, whatever, and go see what's out there. And then, of course, public health consulting. If you search those terms, health consulting, healthcare consulting, public health consulting, all of that, uh, you should be able to get results. Okay, and then to wrap this up, here are some other tips so keep track of which jobs you've applied to as well as like links and copy and paste the description into a document. So you should, when you're going through a job search, whether you are a student graduating or you're a working professional, you should always keep track of which jobs you've applied to for multiple reasons. You don't want to apply to the same job multiple time, multiple times and waste time. Um, you don't want to seem unorganized if you're applying to the same job like three times at one company. The company might think you're kind of weird. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Also, the reason why you need to copy and paste the description and the qualifications and all of that is because if you get an interview, then they might take the job posting down from the internet, right? Like they might find like 20 applicants that they want to interview or five applicants that they want to interview more likely. Who takes 20 interviews? Anyway, um, and they might take the job posting down and then interview people. And then if you're selected to interview, but you can't see the job posting anymore, then you might not remember exactly what the description of the job was or even what the job was to begin with. They might not be able to send you that information again, or I don't know, they might just think you're disorganized if you ask for it. I mean, I don't know. I would just, it's better to just copy and paste it. So if you do get selected, then you have all of that because what they put in the job posting explicitly is going to be what you want to touch on in the interview. Because if they're looking for to, if they're looking for specific skills, you want to definitely emphasize those specific skills. Um, so, yeah, that's very helpful. Another tip is to be collaborative, not competitive. If you are with alongside other peers or colleagues that are applying for these jobs, be collaborative. Like, if you see a job that 
maybe you're not interested in, but you have a friend who's interested in that type of thing, then, you know, send them an email and be like, hey, so I found this job posting in case you're interested, like, I'm not applying, but you should kind of situation. Or even if you are applying, like, I've done this, like, I've applied to jobs and still send it to friends because I don't care. And the odds that I know someone, okay, think about it like this. The odds that you are, I have applied to like hundreds of jobs, right? Like during my initial job search, I applied to, I believe over a hundred jobs and I only got one interview and like one job offer, right? So if that's the ratio you're looking at, then like, what are the odds that you and your friend would have both be selected for the same exact job interview, you know? Like, that's pretty unlikely. So that's the reason why I, like, just don't really care. And I will send job postings that I've applied to to friends because I'm like, well, you know, if I don't get selected, maybe they will and good for them. And, you know, hopefully that good karma will come back to you. Hopefully those friends will send you job postings or, you know, that good karma will come back in other ways. Like, you'll get a reference from a friend for a job, you know? And that's another reason to be collaborative, not only to, like, send job postings, but also support your friends. And, uh, like, I have a couple friends that are like, oh, I need a I need a nonprofit job or I need a government job for public service loan forgiveness. And I'm like, ooh, write this company down. Ooh, write this nonprofit down. Uh, because it's like some of these companies you might not know about. And so just, you know, sharing information can really go a long way and can be very helpful to people in your community. So definitely be collaborative. Don't worry. There's just no reason to be competitive, in my opinion. Like, I have found that being collaborative and, you know, putting out that good karma of sending links and job postings and supporting friends and all of that, that all will come back to you and you'll probably find a job anyway. And just because you don't get a specific job, even if, even you guys, even if you and your friend both applied somewhere and one person got the job and the other person didn't, it doesn't mean that like, like that job just wasn't for you then. Here's an example, actually. One of my best friends before we were really close um, helped me get an interview and helped me through like the application process at the job she was working at as a student. And she really wanted to work there after graduation. Well, thank God that didn't work out because she ended up getting a different job that paid just, I think, around the same or maybe a little bit more. And then a year or so later, she's now making almost triple her original pay and at a completely different company. She got recruited uh, like a year or so after and now she's making like, I don't even know, she's clearing $100,000. So um, yeah, that good karma will come back to you. Everything's going to work out in your favor. Just manifest it. And another tip, use Glassdoor. It is a website that will tell you more about salaries and people, basically people will post what their salaries are and Glassdoor will kind of like average it. Uh, so if you are applying to a job that doesn't say the salary expectation, but especially if it's a big enough company, uh, then you can usually Google like the company name, the position title, and then Glassdoor. And then usually the if the company's big enough, the, there will be a job posting, or sorry, a Glassdoor post that'll say like, oh, this pays like around $120,000 or like whatever amount. So uh, yeah, use Glassdoor. Okay, there's a lot more I could talk about and like how to apply and like whatever. But you know, I have other episodes about all of that. I've had to become an epidemiologist. 
I have finding jobs, whatever. This one's just specifically for high, higher paying jobs. Uh, so good luck. Listen to the rest of the episodes. Um, I'm putting out good vibes and good karma and, you know, good, good luck to everybody out there who are applying to jobs right now. Um, I know it might seem like a treacherous time, but at the end of the day, like, at least for me and my friends, like, we graduated in 2021, all of us found jobs by, like, July, and we graduated in May. A lot of us found jobs before graduation, a couple people, it took a month or two after graduation, but we all were employed pretty, very, very quickly. Uh, after graduating. And a lot of times when you're a student and you're working uh, in a student position, they will keep you on for, uh, you know, maybe like three months after you graduate um, for you to transition into your new full-time job elsewhere. That's not uncommon, at least amongst my company and other people's companies that I've seen. Um, so don't worry too much. Just put in the work, apply, um, even if it might seem like you're applying all the time, constantly, and you're never hearing anything back, but reality is you might not hear anything back from the first 50 to 100 companies. And also don't compare yourself. Sorry, now I'm just rambling a little bit more, but don't compare yourself. When I was applying, like my roommate at the time had a little bit more work. She had work experience and I didn't because I was coming straight from undergrad, then grad school, then applying. And she had like two years uh, like of a gap year where she worked. And like she got way more job offers and way more interviews and whatever than I ever did. I only, like I said, I applied to like maybe a hundred plus companies, got one interview, one job offer. And I, and that's the one I took because that's the one I wanted um, to begin with. But uh, don't compare yourself because it's like at the end of the day, like I am happy in my job and my career. And especially like the, that first year, like, I'm so glad that's where I just like, that's where I worked and that's how it worked out. But my, uh, yeah. So don't compare yourself. Like hopefully you will all just find what's meant for you. So good luck out there. Love you all. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.